Hey, everybody. I love you. We're talking Barney today, bitch. That's right. We're talking about Barney's Beanery. We're talking about we're, dead relatives. We're talking about the mall. Getting tattoos. The rain in LA. Ooh, baby. It's raining. That's right. And five loads in my belly. You know how we do it. Will you send me a picture of these two men? I already have. Um, that's how Miley sang in that song. This is our house. This is our rules. And we, we can't stop, stop swallowing loads. And we won't, won't stop. stop taking cum in the mouth. <laughs> we take cum. It don't take me. Ain't no. got nothing Don't lie. Nobody. This podcast is not for liars. You don't take any cum. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now I'm with the show. How you stop? She's too little fuck. She not so fuck. She dirty little fuck. Smoking on something. Thinking we're big number. Me behind me. Falling. That's big number. A piece of toast. Just a little afternoon toast. A four o five p.m. piece of toast. Well, I gotta tell you, the last time this happened to me, you made like fun of me forever when we had Gabriel Gastelum on the pod. Yeah, I remember I wasn't feeling really good because my gut was bubbly. No. All I remember from that episode was him talking about... What? I'm surprised you don't remember it because you just, like... You made fun of me for so long about it. About eating a piece of toast? (laughs) No. That day, I had, like, a little stomach issue. And you were like, it's because you ate dirty butt. And then you told the story about Layla McQueen. Oh, I remember that now. I don't think she likes that story. No, me neither. That's why I'm bringing it up. Just kidding. Emmy winner. Um, Winner of an Emmy. But this week, I have felt a little, like, weird in my tummy. So the last day and a half, I've been on what they call the brat diet. Oh. Which is an acronym for? Bread. Rice. Bananas. Rice. Okay. Apples and Sauce? tomatoes. Apples. <laughs> no, apples, apple and tomatoes would be so acidic. It's bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast. Toast. I don't know why it's toast and not just straight up bread, but it's toast. Maybe it's it feels toast. more like a meal. It's toast. <laughs> Maybe it feels more like a meal. What were you going to say? I don't remember. Okay, cool. Oh, all I remember from the Gabriel Gastelum episode was when he was talking about his leaky butt in the subway. And the person was like, sir, you have something dripping down your pants. That was the first, first episode. This was the second one. Your memory is not grape. No, it's bad. It's always been bad. Mushrooms. No. Well, you can only take those three days in a row. But I took them last night. And I'll tell you, I was goofy as hell. I don't even remember. (laughs) This is my point proven. (laughs) Uh, Can you tell me who Topher from TikTok is? Hi, I'm Topher. Um, I don't know. He's he's got a little sugar in his tank, and he's Honey, a little boy in the south. He's the DT in the making. You know what I'm talking about? 
demon twink. De- oh, absolutely. <laughs> He's but got a demon twink face. Face. Absolutely. And mouth. <laughs> and the way it stays open the whole time he talks. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah, it's me. It's Topher. You already know it's me. It's Topher. I was like, ugh. And then I went to go try to find more videos of him, and I think his sister is taking them down because maybe he's getting made fun of a little bit. Because it was just like one random video during the holidays, and everyone was like, ooh, Topher. <laughs> are, are you have any other good TikTok finds? You liking anything well, else on the talk? Well, I'm curious about how much you know about the southern gay boys who tell you what they order. Oh, I'm obsessed with them. And, and they went out with Trisha Paytas. Don't they have a shared account? What's it called? Mm, I don't okay. know. What are their names? Ch- maybe Chesley, something <laughs> southern like that. Ashlyn and Chesley Telford. No, I think one of them's name is Christian or Tristan. Tristan. I don't know. I follow them on TikTok and on Twitter. So they just used to say what they would order at like Sonic. But yeah. they are so Southern that they would say, like, we're here at Sonic's with an S. And for to drink, we will be having a for sweet tea. For to drink. That's Is it. that something and for you, the table? Have you ever heard growing up? For, and for to drink? No, I've never heard that before. That's new to me. I'm I'm so amazed. First of all, I'm amazed that that, like, I guess they're sponsored by Dr. Pepper? Are they? Well, okay. In what capacity? Like, they have to get Dr. Pepper every time they make a video, or Dr. Pepper sent them a bunch of free Dr. Pepper? Maybe paying. Dr. Pepper made with real sugar is next level, baby. What's the difference? I think it's like Mexican Coke. Can we call it that? I think it's like Coke made with cane sugar. Like, it's just a different sugar, so it tastes better, sweeter. How would I Google what we're talking about in order to find their username? Because I just want to know what their actual name is. What if you just typed in, and for to drink? And for to drink. See, you and I use <laughs> Google so differently. Okay, I'm going to add TikTok to it. And for to drink TikTok, no. It's just all Starbucks. And then I'm going to add gay to it. And for to drink, no, no, nowhere. Okay, now wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start searching. Gay TikTok fags. Ooh. You can't uh, do... No. TikTok, uh, Google's not going to like that. Orders. At Print Fairy, P-R-I-N-T-F-A-I-R-Y. That is not true. It Dakota. is. Dakota. Dakota, right. So but Dakota and who? I think that his husband doesn't have a separate. They're married? Gay yeah, hot chicken orders. Cockadoodle do me, but not after <laughs> this. Hey, bitches, it's Dakota. For to drink, I have a Dr. Pepper, and then I have an extra hot chicken slider and an extra hot chicken tender with a side of fry and some Dave sauce. Hey, guys, it's Winnie, and I've came to see a chicken strip. And Whoever Winnie is, she should never return. They have more fun friends than this. Water for dry January? Winnie, get out the fucking car. Hey, it's Jackson Imaging. I got the same thing as Dakota, but mild. I'm washing it down with a Coke Zero Imaging now. Dave, he always says washing it down. So it's Jackson and Dakota, and you say they're married? I believe them to be married. Come on, talent agent. 
They have talent agents. They, I swear to God, they have a Dr. Pepper. Um, yeah, in that in that one, they were saying I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. And let me tell you, they went to Cracker Barrel and didn't get beat up. Like Jackson, Jackson got ripped. some titty titties on him. He's ripped. I like also when they see fit check with my husband. Now, Who is it, that? now move me on the screen because I'm blocked. Uh, my shoes are Salaron. My pants are American Eagle. Salaron. My shirt is from a boutique. My bag is Louis. My jewelry is. What are these people doing Cartier, for work? Tiffany's, Yearman, He has Rolex, a pink wrapped car. Sure. Like, they have money, money. Okay, so my Christian girl autumn jacket is from Target. Shirt She's beat. Target. Her whole face is beat. She's Eagle. stunning. Shoes Her skin is cold. so good. Glasses are key. I'm a Dakota Stan. I can't. Plug. Okay, so is the first person Dakota's husband? No, this is Dakota's husband. Look at the body on Jackson. I'm telling you, Jackson's ripped. You should book them for Fat Slut, and they can describe each of the meals on the stage. And for to drink. Oh my God. Where? I wonder where they live. Look up where they live. And for to drink, you better go ahead and email Amanda at GrailTalent.com and Come see on. when their next LA book trip is because you want to book them for a live event. They are probably so expensive, but I believe it to be worth it just to Girl, hear. Girl, they just flew out here to, to do 12 TikTok videos. They're fine. Um, anyways, how wow. are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I just went to the mall. Okay. Well, and I let thought me malls tell were you, dead. I was. Let me tell you, whoever told you the mall is dead has not been to Arcadia on a Saturday. I Don't had to go drive. to the mall on a Saturday. That's the worst day. And it's raining in LA, so everyone was like, "What are we doing? We're going to the we're mall." We're going to an indoor mall. Yeah. It was so full of people, and I'll tell you why I went to the mall. Um, if you recall from our previous cover. <sighs> Stations. You need a new uh, pair of hokas. No, fuck those shoes. I skipped a uh, Christmas. Say that because they're in. <laughs> they're in. Oh, out of things that are in or out, they're in. Um, out of uh, I, I skipped Christmas with my family this year, but now I'm returning for a quick 36 hour jaunt. Um, to, for what reason? Just well, you they asked seen me to see me, and I said sure, I'll come. So I'm flying out tomorrow morning, and I'm going. Yep. I'll be back on Tuesday. I'm literally just going for two nights. Oh, okay. And I'm basically going to decorate um, Christmas cookies and then coming back. And then come home. JK, JK. And um, so I, I was like. I post the picture of the iconic cookie. The house? Yeah. Did you see it? No. I don't follow oh. you. I go out with your story about your parents dying or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> also, for everyone listening, you literally just threatened me with a knife through the Zoom call. You're so unhinged today. I'm losing my mind. Do you take a medicine for ADHD? No, I've, I can't. It, you I just ride just, it out. Oh, I let it happen. And <laughs> I let the waves of ADHD take over my body. Okay, I will so, be standing in a room and turn around and completely forget what I was doing. You know what so, I mean? <laughs> yes, I do know what you mean. And I have experienced it. So I, um, I had this big uh, plan like all week. I had like go Christmas shopping or pick up this gift. or I had ideas of what I wanted to get people. My mm -hmm. mom, my sister, my dad, and my aunt are all going to be there. And I was like, oh, great. We'll like get everyone presents. It'll be nice. It'll be easy. And this whole week has just been so busy. And the rain has made everything so much harder. Yeah. And so it just never happened. And I'm like, 
I'm flying in the morning. So I had to go out that way to pick something up. And I was like, well, I'm going to stop at a department store. So I went to a Macy's that was attached to like Macy's a big mall. Macy's are still okay, I think. And I attempted to buy something from housewares, something from like, you know, health and lifestyle, beauty, and then clothing. And I only made it out with the clothing. Everything else was like so pared down and they didn't have what I was looking for. Like I was looking for placemats for my mom, like to have a nice set for a dinner party. Mm -hmm. They didn't even have them. William Sonoma. Well, so then I was like, I'm going to leave the Macy's and I'm going to venture into the mall. I had a very like finite period of time to do it in order to get back here to record this. So I was like, I'm on my hustle. And I laughed at that mall. The only thing that gets sold in a mall nowadays is clothing, shoes, candles, lotion, jewelry, watches, and food snacks. Where are people buying clothes now? Well, Online? there was a big Nordstrom's, there was a big JCPenney, there was a big Macy's, and then tons of like Hot Topic, Aeropastel, Abercrombie & Fitch, Talbots, mm. Arthur & Friends, whatever the stores are. Like they, there, there were tons of shopping places, but I felt like there was nothing like utilitarian there. Like if you need any items that are not like to adorn your body with, you have to order them online. That's, yeah, I don't get it. It's crazy. I hate malls. And, so they are dying. All it is is clothing. Like, you can't actually buy anything. No one needs CDs or anything anymore. But you know it was, I mean? you want to, uh, you might want to CDs nuts. Uh, it was Yikes. so busy. It was so I guess busy. it was raining. Okay, well, go to the mall. Hey, everyone, go to the mall. You know what's in this year? Malls again. If you were to eat, at we'll do this before we take a break if you were to eat what's a really good mall i saw a lot of mall the other thing is food people were waiting in line for restaurants at this mall okay there was a thing i don't even remember the name of it but i think it was a chain like chinese american food combo and they would have bourbon chicken okay i'm gonna just name a bunch of places okay was it 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 wasn't Panda Express? No. Was it Wow Bow? No. No. Should we ask Gwen Stefani? We I don't know. That would be Japanese. What is her deal? You know what? We'll be right back after this break. After we no, about- hold on. I want to ask you if you were to go to a chain restaurant in a mall, let's say Auntie Anne's. Oh, always. Uh, I don't what, get. What, I always think about getting it. What's your order? I would get the garlic. Um, what is it? Garlic and parmesan or something? Pretzel bites, or is that Wetzel's pretzels? I don't know, but you're not saying it right. What? What your food order would be? What is? What do you mean? I'm not saying it right. We just talked about how these fags say their food order on TikTok. Oh, that's what you were talking about. I was like, what are you asking? I would get, and for me. <laughs> it's me, Topher. And for me to drink, I will be having the limeade, large, light ice, extra sugar. And <laughs> I will be having extra. for to eat pretzel bites, garlic, and herb. 
Hi, it's me, Big Dipper. And uh, to eat, I will be getting a classic Auntie Anne's uh, 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 pretzel dog with jalapeno and cheddar on top. And also a large size uh, cinnamon and sugar uh, pretzel with extra cinnamon and sugar. And to wash it down, I will get a strawberry lemonade. <laughs> oh, my God. That was perfect. Thank no you. notes. Great. Let's take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bad. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch their anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back. Clean. Now hold on, give him a give him a moment to compliment me. Do you know what I'm quoting? No. You're I'm quoting in left field. No, I'm quoting you from our King Dwarf interview. <laughs> People have really been responding well to that. Yeah, first I... guest of the new year, baby, King Dwarf. King Dwarf. Now have you had the chance to suck it? We okay, here's the thing. <laughs> We got to go to the Gavian Awards next year and get on that red carpet and talk to those fags. Have you? Did you hear about this? Someone messaged me and said that they submitted us for next year. They were working at the event. They looked around and they were like, these red carpet interviewers won't do. And they said they already put our names in and spoke to the people who put on the event. I would destroy that carpet. Let me go poops. ahead. Sorry. And what? With my poops. Because it'd be so loose. What were you saying? What are you talking about? Your what are you story? talking about? <laughs> People. <laughs> can you like fully disclose what you've got going on right now? Because I feel like you're even more wild than usual. I'm just hanging out. I'm having a wonderful day. I um slept really late. Okay. Got up with a massive headache and uh, have just been 
cleaning around the house, getting ready for Fat Slut next week. Who's on the docket? Lucy Stuhl, Auntie Chan, Darby, Alexis, Melissa B. Fierce, Vander Von Odd, DJ Rubella Spreads, and Isadora will be at the door. Pretending Stunning. to be me. That's that good Chicago cast. Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. I can't wait to see what everyone does. We're going to have a wonderful time. Now, I just put on my calendar for September of 2023 to reach out for someone about the gay VN. Does that feel like enough time? From the current gay VN? Well, it happens in January. So September, October, November. Yeah, that's more than enough time. Okay. At least to get the ball rolling. Yeah, and I'll follow them and start harassing them in their inbox. Because... We always have the idea now, but then in nine months when it's time to get ready, we forget. We forget. We completely forget because we're working on something else. We're working on a live show at a sex club or something. Well, speaking of, I just had a meeting this afternoon, and it looks like I may be producing a sex party in a warehouse. (gasps) Bum, 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 bum. With who? Here in L.A. or in... Here in LA, I'm not going to give any more details away because it's all in like the absolute preliminary stages. So it's going to be, do you remember Ospenhoff? Yeah, I remember that. Is it done? No, I don't think so. I think they still throw parties. Oh, they had a little dark room. I guess I shouldn't say that. Oh, well. Everyone knows that. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited because we went and we were in the physical warehouse space and we were looking around and I was like, oh, this could be great. We could have like a party area and like a back room area, but like it, the focus of the party could be the back room area. So it feels very like fluid and like mm-hmm. I'm excited. Now, about what are you it. thinking for lighting in the back room? I I am always thinking a red light is the best. Yeah. And for me, covers blemishes. For me, more light is better than less light, but it wouldn't be bright. It would just be like my least favorite thing about a back room is when it's a dark room and it's a completely dark room. I'm, you and, know, I'm like night blind. I can't see when it's dark. So I would just be bumping into walls. Well, I feel like it's you should actually, just get a bunch of little night lights and put them on the floor. So all you see is feet. I feel like it's actually irresponsible. Well, not ir- irresponsible is the wrong word, but like I feel like it's actually like fucked up when it is so dark in there. I understand that there are people who go like, I'm on all fours. I'm offering my ass to the room. Anyone who's in here with anything can fuck me and I'm fine with it. I get that completely. But what if someone like you is in that room? And we all just want to run away. Just kidding. What if someone like you is in that room and you're night blind? So you start walking around. You're bumping into people. You can't see anything. Then you're throwing off the mood because everyone's going like, who's this person bumping into us? I'm trying to fuck. And I'm going, Nina. I just don't. (laughs) Pinta. I'm just kidding. Um, I just don't know who out in the world Call in if you're an advocate for a super dark, dark room. Yeah, call in and let us know because I feel like part of it, you got to see, right? There is a sex club that I've been to that in the this dark. the low glory holes? The dark room. No, I hate that place. In the in the dark room, there is a there is a light bulb and the like, what do you call the thing that goes over the light bulb? Lampshade. Yeah, the like, bulb, but it's like a glass. Globe. Glass and it, globe. And it's like industrial, yeah, so there's here. like a metal cage around it. You know, it looks like a sex club. It's like. a dungeon yeah. 
that piece is full of red. Bugs. Yeah, well, a lot of them are full of bugs, but that piece is red. So, you know, when the light is on, it glows red. I, that light bulb that's in there couldn't be more than a 20-watt light bulb. You know what I mean? It's just like a tiny little fake flame. The bottoms show up early, go in that room, stand up on the table, unscrew the thing, un- and loosen the light bulb so that the light is not working. They literally rig it. So that that room can only be pitch black because they just want their ass in the air getting fucked. Mm. I feel See, like that's, that's that's ableist. I feel like that's riggery. I don't like that. It sounds also seedy and scary. I would right. Know. And some people love to walk in what if and had a feel knife? around, and yeah. then there's a hole and it's like full of cum and wet and loose. And they're like, great, I'm going to fuck that hole. They don't care who it's attached to. But some people Other people see. like a little. Well, and then the argument would be, well, don't go in that room. But I'm like, if everybody's in that room, that's the room to go into. Where you sit and wait in another room, just pulling the badge, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I'm excited. I think that may happen. That's so cool. So that could be cool. And in other, and in other announcements, news, uh, February twenty sixth. Keep an eye out. I'll be in New York City performing, possibly for two days. We will see. What do you mean? I thought you already announced it. Not publicly. Just on my close friends. Oh. Okay. Well, do you want to say anything further? Nope, that's all. Keep an eye out, New York City. <laughs> okay. What's your announcement? Tree, tree Fort? Fort. We're coming Maybe to we're Tree coming Fort. To tree Fort. We're um, going to be twirling and swirling, doing our thing, doing a podcast. And then that evening, we're both doing a show at The Balcony the Club. The Balcony Club, which yeah. I've performed at before. And I believe you have too. Yes, 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 yes. So, Tree Fort Music. Tree Fort Music Fest is a huge festival that happens in Boise every year. Boise, Boise. my favorite I city. I already got an inbox saying, please don't let them say Boise. <laughs> well, fuck you guys. Um, and uh, it happens in March, and we are going, they do like all of these different categories. So, Tree Fort is the main music festival, mm-hmm. and then there's Ale Fort, where everyone goes to drink booze and um i'll be there uh uh, pod fort where there's podcasting and drag fort where there's drag queens so we're sort of being a part of both pod fort and drag fort but i think they're only advertising it mainly as the drag fort thing but we're doing a sloppy seconds live podcast uh and then followed by a club show that night and former guest of the pod carrie colby is gonna be there with us favorite queens Irene the Alien. Irene the Alien, who now goes by Irene the Alien and not Irene Dubois. I think she, yeah. I don't know. You could change your name. Of course. I'm just curious because she was advertised as Irene the Alien, but they used her Drag Race promo picture. Wait, or was Cornbread always Cornbread the Snatch Jeté? Or was that just Drag Race? I don't know. But it seems like it would be interesting to add more to your name to go on TV. Maybe it was always that way. I can't remember. I feel like she was Cornbread Jeté on TV, and then in her social media, she became Cornbread the Snack. She's always been a snack, though, baby. Anyway, we're, I'm so excited for the drag show. We're going to be doing numbers. What are we going to talk about at a live podcast taping? 
I don't know. Uh, should we bring the Google machine? Because that's all we seem to want to talk about. Yeah. How do you just feel? Us. I have so many things to talk about. You just always kill the topic after one sentence. You put yeah, a go period for it. on Try it. Try it again. <laughs> Try it again, bitch. Well, I want to circle back to... Well, we just talked about it, but I want to talk to you about Drag Race because we've now seen two episodes. Yeah, I really like it. Um, it's a great season. I am not like everybody else. I'm not really that upset that it was shorter. Right. Again, I was watching it in a club. So for me, I was like, oh, that's great. It was like faster. It was funnier. I do understand why people are upset about like missing some of the deliberation. But I just, I'm always for faster. So I liked it. Did you like it short? You know, the thing is, is I do overall like it short because it makes my job easier because Mm. I don't have to review and outline so much of it for Willem in Alaska. But I almost would prefer it longer with more queens and shorter with less queens if that was at all possible. Because what I hate is when it gets down to like eight or seven queens and it's like the challenges walk a runway, then the judges talk. It's like that's really – you mm. get so much you know, backstory in the makeup chair. I will say like I didn't feel like I missed much and probably if they keep it this cadence where they only show a little bit of the behind the scenes of the acting yeah. challenge or whatever. Like the last couple of seasons, they would do like – um, like a 10 minute cut of bloopers on the green screen. Yeah. In the middle of the episode. Yeah. I'm just concerned. Cause I heard next week is, is snatch game, which to me is insane. Cause there's still 14 people. Oh, right. So it's going to have to be two snatch games, which is going to be right. even more confusing because then how, yeah. Cause didn't, well, and I don't wait. know if you noticed, but this runway, the looks were stunning and it was, so it was fast. a, Quick runway. I, I couldn't even get my wrap my head around one outfit before the next one popped out. Well, that was the shrooms, baby. Get the shrooms, baby. Get the shrooms. I was dizzy. So <laughs> busy in your brain? I was having a wonderful time. I harassed Victoria Elizabeth Black. I walked up and I said, girl, I brought some blood. I could put it on you. Oh, you were physically somewhere? Yeah. I was at Bitchin. Okay, so that's the viewing party? No, it was the viewing party was first at precinct, and then bitch's party was right after. So I stuck around. Who else did you see? What happened? I saw Brandon from Black Mast. I saw mm. um, Victoria Elizabeth Black. Um, somebody was in the dressing room with a lot of friends. And you're choosing not to say. I don't remember who they were. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, I'll go back to my list here. Yeah, back, um, hit, hit up the list. Anyway, back to Drag Race. I'm having a wonderful time with this season. I think that we all underestimated those girls, the twins. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're proving to be not only compelling television, but, like, that one skit with sugar in it, she did everything. Yeah. She was, it, it was, she was starring in it. I would like to see them, and I know that's their character, but, like, sometimes when they're in drag to break from the, like, very breathy thing. Because that's going to get on my annoying. The problem with their character is that it's so It annoying. was meant to be for three minutes <laughs> on TikTok, Max. For more like 15 seconds originally. Yeah. 
episode. Um, I don't feature Jax. I'll tell you that much. Me She's personally. She's new, right? She's a young queen. I just don't. I like her. You do? I think she can do stunts, mama. I think cool. the fashion is lacking. Go join a dumbling team. Like, what are you talking about? I think she's talented. She has something that makes her stand out. Yeah, but you know what kind of queen I like. You like a princess poppy. You're mad uh, that she's gone. No, 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 no. She, I wasn't really featuring her either. What was her deal? I felt like I never really got to know her. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really, really hard when a queen comes in and says, like, I'm hilarious, I'm funny, and I do jokes, versus, I don't know, I get a kick out of my drag, and I really like to entertain people, and my favorite thing is making people laugh. That slight adjustment in your own description endears yourself to the person. When when the viewer catches a joke, they're like, oh my god, I love her. But when you walk in and say, like, I'm that bitch who's funny, and I'm going to write all the jokes, people are like, especially gay people are like, okay, prove it. Yeah, make me fucking laugh right now. Yeah. You know the deal, girl. That's what it is. Yeah. Right. So well, do, you... do you think it's going to win at this point? Well, I'll tell you, when we were on the Drag Her podcast, I pegged Irene in the top three mm-hmm. I with believe Mistress I... and Sasha. Um, I now feel like Lucy is going to be like in the top five. I think Lux is going farther than I expected. Yeah. But I f- still feel like she has a lot of polish that needs to happen. Um, just because she's so new. like, And by polish, I mean like in performance. Her presentation is like flawless. Yeah, she's flawless. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. No yeah. I am obsessed like with her. She's 22 years old, and it's really hard. Even remember when Aquaria was on the show, and she was so confident, but she still kind of couldn't pr- like really string a sentence together? Yeah. It's like that kind of thing. Like Lux is so talented, so gorgeous, so beautiful. But then when you're sitting next to someone like Sasha, who's just like been herself for two more decades than you've been yeah. alive, it's just ha- like that's hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's going to like eke out the win, but I think Sugar and Spice are going to go way further than oh, we thought they would. I think they're going to go maybe top five. And I think um, Mistress is it for me. Like, I'm so obsessed. She's doing the type of drag I wish I could do, mama. Like, stunning, gorgeous, stoned, jewelry. Can I make an observation from the outside, as I always do? What? I think you see yourself, like, as a comedian and a clown first. Mm -hmm. Like, because any time you beat your face and it looks really lovely, and I'll be like, wow, your makeup, or, like, you look beautiful, you always sort of, like, slough it off uh-huh and mistress is like she's the woman she's she the monster oh, she's she the woman like the when she's getting beat woman. like yeah. she's not going like oh i'm gonna turn it for these kids i'm gonna be funny and entertaining like she's just the woman and i think that's the difference between like you could do exactly what she's doing like you have the skill set you have the vision i don't think you have the interest mm. you want to get out yeah. there and fart yeah, as Land Insider said, you just like to get up on stage in a diaper and roll around. And I said, that's absolutely correct. Do you remember the Instagram reel that I sent you earlier in the day today? Um, would you, <laughs> no. Would you like to remind me of what it was? It was um, a compilation video of a young gentleman farting in his elevator in his oh, apartment yeah. building every day for a year. So gross. 
Oh, you don't like farts? Not in an elevator because it stays in there. And then what if someone else walks in after you farted? I mean. You'd be like, smelled like that before I got in here? <laughs> I would not. I would just. I only rode the elevator for two stops. Uh, uh, you know, I just watched a video of a guy lighting a bottle. Uh, uh, like really pretend. Uh, like it yeah, was like, like you know? oh man, do you That's smell so that? Dumb. Have I told you the story about how one time in New York City, I like ate an entire block of cheese. Cheese is in everybody. I ate an entire block of like Cracker Jack cheese or something. I can't remember the brand, but it was bad cheese. Cracker and Jack? I can't remember the brand. Cracker or something. And I was walking down the street and I just let out the longest. Like I crop dusted an entire avenue block basically. And I thought there was no one else there. But when I, t- the guy behind me was like, you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> and like yelled at me and he had been walking behind me for like the whole block. One of my favorite things on social media right now. I kind of hate public pranks because oh, I like I hate, I hate when people are like come up it's to prank, you know prank. or they come up to you in like the grocery store aisle and they're like excuse me miss and then they're like get in your personal space. I'm like it's just not funny. It's like not like I would be the person who just looks at the person sideways and then like shakes my head and walks away. Mm-hmm. Like, but one of my favorite is the people with like the amazing fart machines who are like out on the street and they do like you love a fart they do like and they like shake their little butt or like do like a full <laughs> body quiver and the people the reaction is just like oh my god yeah but i'm like that must be good. the loudest fart machine i'm like where do you get that prank store Spencer's at the mall i should get that for the sex party just have a fart machine in the corner you know that someone's fetish. They'll be sniffing it out. They'll be like, where's those farts at? Well, they have right, that let's fart take a break. spray. Have you seen that? You can, like, I don't want that. bomb I someone's car that. with it. Let's take a break. All right, we'll be right back after this break. And we're back. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay, slay. I have a million voicemails to play. Let's get to them because Frank, unless they're mean, I don't I can't take any negativity today. There there are a few mean ones. Oh no. Okay. Hi Meatball. Hi, Big Dipper. We're at Barney's Beanery. And there are lots of straight people here. And we're What's and Barney's? Yeah. <laughs> What's Barney's Beanery? It's the coffee shop. We only there was like one in Texas, I think. It's a coffee shop, I believe. Is it connected to Barney's, the upscale shopping establishment? No, no, no. no. It's more like a Pete's Coffee or something. It's like almost a Starbucks. I could be completely wrong. Um, Did they sing "I, love, I love You, You Love Me"? <sighs> Oh, you mean like the big purple dinosaur? Well, that's the only Barney I know. I, as a child, always wanted to go to that daycare. Like, I wanted a big dinosaur to be my like. Now, hold on. Teacher. Did you imagine that Barney was a daycare? All the kids. Where did you think it was? It was like a school. They all went there to learn. And then Barney would sing, and then they'd go out on the playground, and Bebop, Bebop, or whatever her name would would play. It was like the recess coach. 
the recess and then there was like a yellow guy i mean this could have been i could be making all of this up no 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 no. there was the little green one and the yellow one and then the purple one was barney Mm -hmm. and they were at a school and there was a park i daycare makes sense those were all latchkey kids actually what we found out later was that uh that daycare was a representation of heaven and those were all young children killed in school shootings was that what? too dark? Was that too dark? Is that real? No, I just made that up. But like, <laughs> you know, someone on Wikipedia can run with that, make a whole thing. Google machine. <laughs> His birthplace is Dallas, Texas. However, he lives and resides in one's imagination. Oof. I hate that. Next voicemail. That live show was lit. Just saying. That's all. Yeah, I had a good time at the live show, did you? Yes. And it's so funny that earlier you said, what are we going to talk about at the live show? The fun thing is when we both prepare uh, points of discussion and then bring them to the podcast, it's a great time. We have a lot of good conversation. Oh, yeah, we do. I brought the pickle game and a lot of theories. The pickle game was amazing. I One of my favorite moments in the live show was that one person who stood up and asked a question, and she said, um, truth be told, I don't know what this podcast is. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then had the best question. She had the best question of the night, and I just loved that she sort of stumbled in off the street and was like, oh, I'll buy a ticket to this. And like, I was like, oh, did your friend bring you? And she was like, yeah, I'm here with her, but neither of us know what this is. They, like, saw it on the calendar of the venue. Oh, how cool. I love when yeah. stuff like that happens. So maybe they that'll be, like, what it's like again. in Boise. I Yeah, I'm excited for Boise. I like when we do live shows, because anything can happen. Like, sometimes they don't get recorded. Hi, Big Dipper and Meeple. <laughs> I have a question. Am I crazy and weird because I like the way my ex's armpits smell? And it's not like... I wanted him to be smelly all the time. It's just that when he was, I really liked the scent. It was like a pheromone thing. That's what people tell me anyway. But then there are people who say they don't like anyone's armpit smells no matter what. So am I a weirdo? Like, if I think I like a guy and then I kind of get a whiff of him when he's sweaty and I don't like it, I immediately don't like him anymore. But if I like a guy and he's a little sweaty and I smell it and I'm like, damn, I could snuggle up to you right now, then I know that, you know, there's, there's some chemistry there. Please tell me one of you relates to this. All right? Love you. Goodbye. Slay. Um, yeah, I completely relate to that. Completely I relate. I 100% agree with all of that. I think that you're right. I don't know the science behind it, but in my mind, the way you described it is perfect. Ask Barney. Barney seems to know a lot about every subject. I bet that man stank up that suit. <laughs> Those things are hard because when when items like that are constructed, it's challenging to think about washing them. Yeah, they, I just don't. I think that they assume that it like you'll be clean inside of it. Obviously, the Barney suit 
got created multiple times over and over mm-hmm. for the many years that it was worn. And I'm sure at a after about a year and a half, they were like, oh, just spraying this down with alcohol and Febreze is not good enough. Like, we have to make it so, like, the pieces can be laundered. Or so, or there's an inner lining that gets laundered and then put back in put or back something in. like yeah. that. Because on the inside, I'm thinking it's just foam. And unless there's something from stopping your sweat to getting to the foam – the foam is going to be like super absorbent and stinky and you can't really clean foam. It, it takes I forever to I feel like though after the show we got got so successful there was probably a meeting where they were like let's make the inside of the suit as like nice as the outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm always shocked, I will tell you this. You know when you buy clothes at the store mm-hmm. the inside of them like the pockets are all what's that stitch Surged. called? surged and like everything is like nice on the inside of the outside because it's like a product right but sometimes when you get custom clothing built for you the interior finishes are not always as nice especially if you tell the person it's for the stage yeah well and i find that interesting because i'm paying eighteen hundred dollars for like an outfit that i'm that is custom to me but like you know, everywhere you look, there's not a hem because that part is not visible to the outside world. And sometimes I think that's crazy. I that's drag, baby. Well, that's drag. I'm not a drag queen. Don't tell Treefort who booked me for drag for it. Okay, keep going. Will now? Will you be putting on a light beat that evening, or I'll put on maybe a, Dakota, a blue a Dakota beat. He looks so good. Skin looking flawless. Wait, I want to answer this question Next because call. I just oh. had this with the. Did I talk about how I went and saw the dads? I think you kind of did, but I rushed you out of it. So you can finish. Well, I did didn't you see on them this, again. I didn't on this episode. We talked no, about it. No, not on this week. episode. We yeah. talked about it with Willow. Oh, yeah. Well, I went and saw them, and the smell was a big part of it. Because they had, because we, we've been, you know, what's in is we're talking about hygiene a lot this year. Uh, you can't What's tell. in is smells. And uh, we had a whole conversation about, you know, be clean, but don't wear deodorant, be clean, but don't smell a chemical, like blah, blah, blah. And it was really about pheromones. And it's interesting because they both they both have distinctively different smells. Mm. And one of them is more in line pheromonically. Not a word. Uh, with me than the other. You're going to cause a divorce. Okay, it took me a long time for me to catch the reference that you said when I spoke about these dads. Wait, what reference? You referenced our like season one guests, even though we don't do seasons. Year one guest, Hunter Harden. Because you said, what are you going to do? Become a third? Wedge in between them? <laughs> cause them to get a divorce? Move to another country? Make the other one be a go-go dance? You literally oh, wow. like, said the story that Hunter told on the podcast. Oh, I don't remember that. But <laughs> interesting. I'm not, I feel like I'm not wrong. I feel like something weird here is going to happen. No, but I, I could even... also be very wrong like I was about Ross's marriage. Now, unpack Ross Matthews for me. I'm obsessed. I'm happy he's back on my TV. He's a light of joy for me. Back on your TV, you weren't watching him on the Drew Barrymore program. I don't know how to access that. <laughs> Where is that to watch? You can I just will Google watch it. it. How do you watch MTV? On MTV.com because we oh, have, you have like a our internet account. provider thing. Yeah, got it. How are you watching it? You have to pay for it. 
I know my cable provider. I have an app, so I actually watch the show live with the commercials in it. Mm. What do you think about this new gay show with Toddy? Toddy well, Hall. everyone is everyone is joking about it. Like Willem and Alaska are joking about it, calling it like the fake friends of the valley yeah. or whatever, because it's all like casting. But like that's what a reality TV show is. Like it's not a collection of five people who know each other. Like yeah. we all know that a lot of those Real Housewives met because they were filming a show together. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, to me, the annoying thing about it, but this is like all television, like you replicate ideas that work. But the mm-hmm. annoying thing to me about it is that it's trying to replicate this sort of heteronormative thing that gays love, which is the housewives. They like love this idea of watching rich and famous people be catty and annoying with one another. I feel like there's a different way to frame a show like this. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to be a direct ripoff of the real housewives. Um, I think that's why, like, in general, like, older seasons of the real world were so cool, is that they were brand real. new ideas. Yeah. Um, well, the, and- we're out of ideas for reality TV shows. Like, there's nothing that they haven't done with a group of people. Yeah, I mean, room. I guess that's true. Because now they're like, everyone's getting plastic surgery. Like, you have to marry the person that you grab in the first 60 seconds. Like... Things are crazy. I've been thinking so much about plastic surgery and like how like luxury it is. You know what I mean? Like it's like the next step. You have so much money you don't know what to do so you just start putting stuff in your face. (laughs) It's just like so wild to me. And it's like a form of – because now on TikTok, what got me into it was on TikTok everyone's getting their lips dissolved. Like, I'm coming across so many videos of people getting their big old full lips dissolved and being like, wow, I didn't realize how crazy I looked until I, like, got it out. It's so wild because all of these, like, in 10 years, the BBL dolls, what's the vibe? Like, everyone's oh, going to be like. it's going to be a mess back there. <laughs> I'm talking sagging. I'm talking dimpling. It's They've removed fat and put it in somewhere. Like, I understand the surgery and it's. It's just crazy to me because it's like, what happens in the future? Everyone's body reacts differently to things. Yeah. It's going to look like that picture of Nicki Minaj where skin is like folding over on itself. I haven't seen it. I don't like to see my queen in a negative light. All right, let's take a break and then we're going to listen to the rest of these voicemails. Okay. We're back. Hi, Slots. Happy New Year, Big Dipper. Happy New Year, Meatball. Everybody Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, I, I... <laughs> this person just said, and everybody in production. <laughs> Wishing everybody a Happy New Year. Very professional. Thank you. That one's for Margo. I have a theory about this phone call. It sounds like someone we know. Is it Gabriel? Some information about some history with Mistress on the new season of season 15. First, first off, I think everyone from Midtown to the Heights to Fifth Ward knows that fucking face from every single, like, dating app. Okay, there's always, like, five, like, Lati- chubby Latino men, and Mistress is one of them that everyone knows from every single app. Secondly, 
she is a cunt. Oh, I say this in the, in the nicest way. She is shady. Like she'll say stuff out of pocket and try to be cute with it. I, I think this is mistress. Yeah. I, oh, it she's, sounds like her. She's calling in to talk about herself. I think it's her way of like being so. nice ish. I'm not going to say the certain altercation that I know she had because I'm not trying to get in trouble, but it's just like, it's kind of like when a bully is trying to flirt with you, they just kind of keep getting, giving jabs. But you know, that's, that's about her. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Okay. Now, where's her entrance thing? To compare their voice. I think it sounds just like her. It did have a bit of a of her speech pattern. And about some history with Mistress on the new season. Mistress. That's all. Next call. Well, good for her. I like that she's out there getting the cock that she deserves. And there's some altercation you can get to the bottom of. With who? That's what the voicemail said. Yeah, but it didn't say about what or with who. So how well, am I supposed to get to the bottom of it? Aren't you the investigative journalist? Listen, I guess I'll be calling Blackberry. Slam. All right. So, yeah, I thought I would preference what I was saying in the other uh, voicemail because, like, I didn't think I gave enough feedback. Like, so me. Okay. You don't, we don't need the other voicemail. This what? is the full story right here. Hi, it's me. It's Topher. <laughs> yes. This is Topher all grown up. What you need to do is, in order to listen to this coherently, you have to really already get yourself in that southern mindset and imagine you're drunk in a bar and this person is yelling this in your ear. Because it's okay. the only way you're going to be able to comprehend the words. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. My man invited this bushy bottom over to get his Gucci cat set. And he was talking all this big game. And, like, we told them, like, everything that was, like, you know, all the things that needed to be prefaced, like, what was going to happen, everything, where we were and all that, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, like, talking all that mess and shit. But when he gets over there, he's like, when he gets into the room, which we cleaned up, washed all the sheets because we know he was going to get blown out. <laughs> he wants to be like, oh. You, uh, where's your guys' bathroom? And then walk over, and then I look at my man, and I'm like, I bet you five bucks, quote unquote, and then he's gonna have to leave. What did he do? Get that fake phone call, and he has a flood in his apartment. Girl, I called the police. <laughs> it cuts off because second. they had my glasses in their car. I would just say I'm not interested in leave. But I don't know. That's just me. A lot of these pussy faggots can't just say what they want. So, have a great night. <laughs> what? I don't... They invited someone over. They made them do all the prep. They said, I have to go to the bathroom. And then they left? The bottom went into the bathroom, came out, and said, Oh, gosh, there's a flood at my apartment. I've got to go. And this caller is saying that he had an inkling when the guy asked where the bathroom was that he was going to try to make up an excuse and leave. And he is saying, just say you're not interested and leave. Yeah, don't make your way all the way into the house. Do it at the door. 
I wonder what the house looked like. I need more. I, well, he said, said that, but he said me and well, he said a lot of things, but he said that him and his boyfriend cleaned the bedroom and cleaned the sheets. Yeah, but what's the floor like? Are there cigarette burns in the floor? In the floor? Oh, like on carpet? On the carpet. Who's really got carpet these days? Nobody. But frankly, wall let's to wall. bring it back. Not wall to wall. You should always be able to roll someone up in a carpet and throw it out. You know what I mean? It's, you should never at any point. Wall to wall carpet is like suburban or it's like just Midwest. Make sense because like literally after two years, all you're going to see is like foot traffic patterns in it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why people thought it was so nice. Because it was quiet. It didn't creak like wood, maybe? It keeps things warm. Oh, God. It's freezing here in L.A. It's the next call. You can't even can't even complain, because the people in the other states will just call us babies. But really? after you live here for a while, you get acclimatized, and then this has a real impact. Acclimatized. Acclimated. Kevin Costner couldn't even get to the Golden Globes. Ellen's house was flooding. And everyone said, shut up, Ellen. Hey, Fox. I just called and left a message about how there's that moment after you come and orgasm, yada, yada, yada. You feel like guilt or shame or whatever it is. Maybe it's just a clarity and you're like, I would have never done that if I wasn't super horny. I'm just curious if that's like normal. If it's normal, can we normalize talking about it? Uh, and is it gay? All right. Hope you have a great day. Bye. I think that's super normal, and it doesn't always happen. But sometimes you got to work around it. Exp- unpack that. What do you mean? Well, sometimes you're like, "Well, we got to go for round two, but I don't want to sit here and have to talk." So, like, let's maybe. Oh, you just got to keep it going. Yeah, to get past it. I'll tell you with the dads. Lord, how you're gonna move in? No, I start getting tied up in a garage. I did the one. He jammed down my throat. I did the other. He also jammed down my throat. Then they said, you go for it. And I was like, great. And then they were like, come lay with us. So I laid on the bed and we talked for a while. And then the one started shaking his thing at me. And I was like, well. So I started sucking him off. He came two more times. Hell yeah. And then the other one came. I think I told you this on the on the Willow show. But the other one. And I was like, oh. So... Had I left when it was time to leave, I would have been out three more loads in my belly. What are you doing with all this new protein? You know, you're working out harder. Yeah, I'm just feeling amped. I'm getting (sighs) ripped like Jackson. And for to drink, five loads a cup. So Um, I don't know what to do about it. I but I think it's normal, isn't it? Called the refractory period or like the yes, but I think he's. I think this caller is referring to more of the mental space yeah well girl and the one thing that i can really relate to about this is the i sometimes will go too hard like oh yeah i'll be on the apps for too long trying to find someone or i'll stay at a sex party or stay at the bathhouse for too long or like i'll be like oh i can suck this guy's dick and then i can drive across town and suck this guy's dick or i can do like and so by the time i finally come i'm like did i just spend six hours today focusing on sex and a hookup Mm -hmm. that's what often happens to me not like oh my god i just came i can't believe my hand was inside someone's asshole like i don't know are you talking about like your thoughts 
get too freaky or the porn you look at is too far down the rabbit hole? Or are you talking about like you talk dirty? And then all of a sudden you're like, get me out of here. You're like, I can't believe I came when that guy said such horrible things to me. I am so tired of y'all, of y'all, y'all, you guys' uh, fat people issues. It's so annoying. It's getting more frequent. Anyways, when I feel like talking about it, I'll call y'all back. Bye. Stop being fat, people. Stop being fucking fat. I'm so tired of hearing about your fat people issues. What fat people issues? Are we t- when we talk about how we don't fit in chairs on planes, I'm sorry. Yeah, or get tired putting on our socks. I've never gotten tired. I can touch my toes, bitch. I can, oh, I yeah. can flat hand it on the floor. Are you, um, what do you do with your belly? When I'm bending over? Uh-huh. Move it to the squash side. Squash it? Squash it. Squash it? Um, yeah, just, you know, it moves. Maybe it goes out sideways. I am quite wide, you know. <laughs> rotund even oh yeah voluptuous a big a bb you have a wide berth wide yeah wide berth i'd be yeah reuben-esque <laughs> i could go for a reuben right now oh Ooh, that, that sounds so, so good, good. a little russian sauce on it yeah i had it Italian? on my toast oh i think he said on my toes <laughs> All right, last voicemail. Last voicemail. I got a tattoo. Big Dipper Meatball. You got a what now? Tattoo yesterday. I forgot. It was Friday the 13th, so we went to this cool shop called Three Kings in Los Angeles. And you just like, we waited in line and got tattoos. What'd you get? It's a little cutie baby holding the number 13. You guys have so many tattoos. Not really. Well, this Friday on Sloppy Seconds, we talk with the one and only Willow Pill. William Pilliam. About a lot of her tattoos. And spoiler alert, I'll just say this. She said the ones that she actually likes now more than ever are the ones that she just kind of got on a whim like you're talking about. I just walked in and was like, I want it. I get it. And so now I want it. I got it. These wrists are popping. You know, Ariana Grande. Cling, cling. Uh, So we went in and got a tattoo. And then I was talking to the guy. And it turns out he's the one that did all of Katya's tattoos. He was like, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, I'm a drag queen. And he was like, oh, you do you know who Katya is? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of her. Like, of course I know who she is. Um, But yeah, he did all of hers. And he's so great. He was like fast. It's a really good tattoo. How long does it take to get a tattoo? This one was, I was literally like maybe 20 minutes. Slay. And he like shaded it. It's just a little baby with a bunch of like red. It's pretty big, but I'm not going to stand up and show you because I'm in teeny tiny little shorts. All right. Last voicemail. Last voicemail, faggot. Big Dipper Meatball. Hey, what's going on? This is Ricky, um, a.k.a. The Butch Queen on Instagram, whatnot. So I was listening to your guys' holiday podcast. Um, you guys like the live thing. Anyways, you guys were talking about secret families. What the fuck do I do? I'm 36 years old. And I just found out that my dad has a secret family. He's been seeing pretty much for the past 10 years. Yeah. What in the fuck? No. It's not a sloppy, you know, second sex story. But it's more like, what do you do at my age? Do you confront him? Do you 
live with it. I mean, I just fucking Fight crazy, him. man. Please let me know. I need some advice. Help a bitch out. Thank you. Yeah, you can. Fr- I would be like, what's going on, dad? Oh, yeah. Like, I wouldn't let that rest. And then I'd try to extort him. Well, what? I guess for me, the only rest- the only thing standing in my way of like a full on confrontation, let's get this all out there, would be if the other secret family, if the kids were like, in middle school or teenage if they were like four or five i would be like confront because then you just become like new people in the life of yeah in, in my you, world if, if, in me, my world if it the, was if they're the same age as me if the family was happening at the same time that i was having my family time with that dad i would be even more upset right but this person said they're 36 so it's like if all the kids are adults i'd be like Oh yeah, have a confrontation and then like I don't know, in my world your dad is the asshole here for lying and everything, but maybe eventually you form a relationship with your step siblings and you have like new siblings if you're into that. But he's saying and it's I, 10 years so the kid's got to be at least 9. Right? Yes, but he's 36. Yeah, so I would still confront him and be like, "What is going on?" Okay, so you and I are understanding this on a totally different timeline. Yeah. Cool. We both say confront. Fight this man. But I think you could confront and turn it into a positive. Yeah. If you want to meet your siblings. Yeah. I remember when it was revealed to me that I had a secret cousin because one of my aunts grew up really Catholic and had to have a secret pregnancy and give her child away. What does he look like? He's dead. Dipper. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I walk around saying, you know, it's like people tell their stories and they're like, so-and-so had cancer and this person died and blah, blah, blah. And I always walk around being like, but I don't have any trauma in my family. And then I always drop these little bombs about like, oh yeah. And then my uncle killed himself or like, oh, and my, like there is actually a lot of weird trauma in my family. Yeah. But I think we've been conditioned to not talk about that stuff or move on. Like I'll talk happen. about it every day right here in a public forum. Well, let me tell you about the time I found my dad's grandma wrapped up in a bed. Like Tammy Brown. Well, no, we like walked into her house and then we were like, Grandma, where is she? And I like ran to her bedroom and she was dead on the bed. So you discovered her body. I found her dead body and was like, something's wrong here. And so did you try to lift her up? Is that where your obsession with moving a body has come from? Because <laughs> I couldn't get her up. <laughs> no, I just like stared. I was like, this is weird. I was old enough to know that she was dead. So I right. was just like staring at her. I remember and then I remember for a full year all I would do in creative writing class was like write about my dead grandmother. Oh, I'm sure that teacher was like, oh they poor were like, Logan poor Logan's going gonna on be over scored here. for house. life. <laughs> I I remember being like four or five, I think, when my grandfather died, and there was an open casket. And I remember they were like, Go look at grandpa. Oh no, no, no. And I know. so we did, and we touched him. We were like poking at him. Ah! 
And, you know, that was the only time I've ever touched a dead body. My aunt made me do that. My mom got so mad at her. I was standing there and she was like, you can touch him if you want. And about my dead grandpa. Oh, yeah, grandpa. And you like smushed his cheeks with an open No, I didn't. I was like, I don't want to touch him. And she was like, do it. And I was like, no. And then she took my hand and touched his face with it. And I was like, it's cold. And she goes, yes, it's cold because his soul isn't here anymore. Ah! And my was mom that your was mom's like, what the sister fuck are your you dad's? doing? Uh, it was like my, da- it's like a, uh, my dad's brother's wife. Your biological dad's brother's wife. No, I don't know who that man is. Never will. I thought you are part of the 23andMe community. What if, I, what if I he know pops the, up? I know the my mom's side of the family, but I don't know anything about my dad's side of the family. And you never contacted them? No. What's the point? Money. I don't know that lady. They don't. Ha- I, I'm telling you, they probably don't have any. If anything, they'd be ask knocking you for on money. my door. They'll be like, "Hold on a second, you're a you're a drag queen. You must be rich." Well, this has been an interesting episode. Thank you all so much for being when here. When you say in the cold open, it's we've got a wild one for you. I think this is exactly what you're talking about. Whiplash from Barney and Friends to dead grandmothers. We take you there. And we don't talk about our fat problems. Oh, no, we did, because when we talked about building the open. All right. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. That's me just sitting there, because I'm a fat dude. Um, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod, or you can follow our individual Instagrams at Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And you call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Our email is SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com. Goodbye. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.